0: the Public Relations for Musicians podcast. This is your host, Bob Bradley, author of the book of the same name. And I put the, put together this podcast to do a chapter by chapter kind of audio summary of what it is that I'm covering in each chapter, which, you know, helps musicians of, you know, any point in their career and even ambitious publicists, you know, giving them a window into what it is that I do. And hopefully it helps in some way. And, you know, I'm always available if you guys ever have questions. My website is bradleypublicity.com. So, Uh, on with this episode, which is about show and tour promotion, which is a funny topic to talk about just because of everything going on in the world. This is January 1st, 2021. I probably drafted this chapter towards the beginning of this, of 2020, and maybe in February or so. And, you know, I had no idea that (laughs) a major pandemic was going to hit and that, unfortunately, touring was going to come to a halt for most countries and most artists, unfortunately. And, you know, I—it's a kind of a heavy heart to talk about this chapter, but I'm gonna plow through this thing and hopefully have some nuggets of wisdom. Because at some point, people will listen to this, and touring will be back really soon, and everything will be uh, applicable to what it is that you're doing. So I have high hopes that we're gonna get back to normal soon. So uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And show and tour promotion in the the grand scheme of things, when it comes to PR, kind of works the same way, but it's just. Especially on the touring side, could feel a bit daunting, especially for the artist who is doing their own PR. You know, PR firms have this all figured out, and so do independent uh, PR people that do this as part of their services. Um, you know, over the years, you know, I've worked at labels and different companies and consulted for artists that have toured as well. And you know, I've kind of had to learn the hard way by asking questions and you know, um, being in that label scenario or you know, in that working there, <laughs> having people, you know, answer all these questions for me. So I'm very fortunate to have a lot of different perspectives and I've, I've put together my own creative way of doing it. It's not necessarily going to be the way that everybody else uh, does it. You know, somebody who went to, uh, you know, a music trade school, uh, like Full Sail, if they even teach uh, PR there, which I'm sure they do. But, uh, you know, for myself, when I work with an artist who is going to hit the road or even doing a regional show, it, it kind of works the same way where if you don't know who the writer is, you got to make sure you have a great pitch for them that has the information, has everything together, and is short and sweet, and has the uh, information about the show in that pitch as well. So when you're doing that on a on a national level and you're doing that for you know a full tour, you have twenty, thirty, forty dates. You know that could feel like a lot of work. So I recommend putting together some sort of spreadsheet that you guys can use. Um, So you can have the different tabs for the different cities. And then as you start, if you don't have any of the contacts researching, you can put all the contacts in there and you can put the status of all of these um, outreaches that you do city by city and by publication by publication and different blogs that are out there. And, of course, some national blogs will talk about artists that are going on tour, uh, preferably ones that are probably a little bit more uh, notable or ones that have covered that artist before. So if you're a new artist, it's probably best to start with those individual bits of outreach, city by city, building you know hyper-targeted lists. And you don't have to pitch everybody. Just pitch the ones that cover music in each city. And that's going to be maybe 10 publications per city max. Uh, it's not as many as you probably think. And yes, it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. You can spread this work out over... You know, weeks of time before your tour starts, and that way it doesn't feel like you just like, oh, screw it, I'm not going to do it. This is too much. So, take it bit by bit. And if you've listened to other chapters uh, of the book uh, through the the audio version, or you've read this book, you'll know some of the tips on how to pitch and how to get results. But when it comes to tour uh, and regional. You know, shows that you're doing, you know, you take the same skill set and just apply it to that. So but in the emails that you pitch to these people, you got to make sure you have all the info. And if possible, if they're um, a writer that you're interested in, you know having come cover the show, you have to actually invite them to come and work with the venue or the booker to make sure that they're covered. And whether they're comped and free to come into the show or you have to pay for them to come. That's the cost of doing business, and you know, even large artists, major label artists, they don't get necessarily a bunch of free spots for journalists to come cover the show. They actually pay for those spots for friends and family and for um, people you know, locally to come in and special guests and media. They have these tickets that they purchase. So sometimes you just have to pony up and get those people on the list because if they want to come cover your show and take photos... And come talk to you or do an interview. You know you got to take care of these people and make sure that you have a plan and get to know the 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 rules of each show that you're playing. So it's not just like, well, we got to loan it in this time, and then we're performing at this time and doing sound check. It's like, well, what's going on with media? What's going on with your guest list? So if you can put together that plan for media and give them, you know, a sense of like, hey, yeah, I can get you into the show. You're going to be on the list. You're going to get some sort of credential. You know, badge or just some sort of uh, something that they can feel comfortable going through the venue and not being questioned by security. And you know, it's it seems like a lot of work, but if you plan all of this out and you communicate uh, effectively with everybody that you're working with, um, you know, a lot of people love coming to shows and they love covering emerging artists. So you know, you start off with the pitch, right? You put together the pitch, introducing yourself, what it is that makes your band special, and let them know, like, hey, we're coming into town on. This date at playing at this venue. Put the address. Put the you know the venue website. You know put the cost because if they decide to cover you, they want all that information in that email right away. You know if you have a press release, include that. But make sure that you, if you can, invite them or at least give them an, an opportunity to have all that information so they can attend. Because you can't invite everybody. I totally understand that. But if it's somebody that you really want to come and cover you you know be ready to either pay for their ticket or their you know put to have them on the list or find out from the venue if they can be comped cuz sometimes the venue wants that coverage too they realize that there's something in it for them as well and a lot of the times the venues are like yeah of course like media we got spots for them we'll totally take care of them and but you just got to be in that mindset that it's more than just like hey we have a show coming up would you cover it it's like what are those details like when does the show start when does doors open where do media go? Like if we're going to be interviewed, like where are we going to meet? Where's my phone number? Where's their phone number? Um, All those things need to be listed out. So I recommend that as you put together each city in a spreadsheet, if you're doing a tour coming up in 2021, it's going to happen. I'm really excited. So put all this information together for every venue, have all of the, you know, I'm not a booking agent, but You know, you gotta kinda put that hat on too. If you booked it yourself or you have a booking agent that's working for you, get that tour itinerary and have all that information ready. So, you know, as you put together the media list and you do outreach and you start getting responses, you know, keep all of these things updated on the spreadsheet so you know that you're, you know, putting that date on when you reached out last. So they have all the information and it's not show day and you show up and some, you know, writer is like, Yeah, I'm I'm standing out front and you never followed up with me on you know where I'm supposed to go. That can be a bit embarrassing, and it can be frustrating for both sides. So, um, yes, it's a lot of work, but I promise you that I have seen more than enough independent artists that I'm friends with kick serious ass at doing their own PR and do their own national, you know, tour press. And I know a lot of great PR people and PR firms that crush it at this as well. So uh, I see it on both sides, and there's really no excuse not to be able to do your own. Uh, but it is it is time consuming, especially you know compared to like if you have an album coming out and you just kind of start reaching out here and there to people that's cool but if you have an imminent tour coming up you know it definitely takes a lot more work it takes a lot more pitching a lot more follow up and confirming of those details cuz now you're working with multiple parties you're not just working with a journalist you're working with uh you know booking agents or talent bookers and venues and getting you know um credentials and things like that if they're bringing a cameras. And so, but that will so benefit you. It's like having that press, you know, after the event and before, you know, leading up to the event will help you so much. And it builds that reputation uh, uh, as you being someone to go see. So if, if you play that show and you get a great write up afterwards, you know, a couple of reviews and you have the ability to go back into town. Now, those people that wrote about you and people in the media that maybe got your pitch the first time, are going to open up that email. am like, yeah, I heard, heard of you guys. Yeah, okay, cool. And, I mean, that that's how it worked for me before I was fortunately signed to some pretty cool labels. We were doing it on our own, and we just kept, you know, going city to city and, you know, reaching out to these different publications and having people do it for us. And, you know, as we kind of worked our way up the label ladder, I guess, you know, it it got a little easier on that that side of things. But, you know, the hard work as an artist obviously didn't. We just have to shift our energy just writing songs instead of doing all of the busy work. So I understand it is a lot of work when you're doing it by yourself, but if you're going to do it, it's definitely worth your time to invest um, blocks of time weekly in doing some press. So don't just hit the road and show up the venue uh, without doing some sort of press or at least confirming that the label that you're on or that the management company that you're working with has some sort of plan or some sort of option for tour press. So... Some of the things that you can do before the show as well is making sure that you're on concert calendars uh, in, you know, each local town, you know, they have uh, weeklies and they have tons of websites, they even have event websites and you can put all these events up yourself as well. So, you know, people get bored, you know, I'm sure a lot of us are busy and we're in our own worlds, but people that love to go to shows are looking at the calendars and they're just like, oh yeah, this looks cool, like this... You know, this band's playing this weekend at this venue that I just like to hang out at, anyways, and it's you know 15 20 bucks. Cool, why not? But if they don't know that you're playing, and maybe the venue didn't do their part, and I mean, they're busy, I, venues do a lot of work on their end, is putting posters up and promoting around town, and maybe they just missed that website. If you can pick up that Slack and promote your show on your terms on these sites, it's also going to make you look bigger as well. So, there's so many different sites out there. That also um, promote shows like bands in town, and as time goes on, that s- some of these sites are going to come and go. But you know, make that list, make that target list of national websites that promote shows, the regional publications, and you know, websites that have calendars as well, and combine that with your pitch work of reaching out to editors that cover shows and concerts, and even album reviews. You know, if maybe it's a you know a Denver, Colorado. Um, weekly that covers music and covers lifestyle and you know weed and all those different things that they usually do and maybe they only review Colorado artists typically or maybe a huge national artist but since you're coming to town they're like okay awesome I'll come to the show and I'm going to review your album in that column so you never know what's going to come out of that pitch especially if you're um, newly reaching out to them for, for the first time so make sure to provide all that info the concert info. The times, how to get a hold of you, the options for them if they can get in and be on the media list and send them a copy of the music as well. If you have a copy of your vinyl and they're a great publication, you know, say, hey, can I send you a vinyl and get you on the list? It's like they're going to respond to you. That's pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, people get s- stoked out on getting uh, free shit, you know? It's like, um, especially if it's from a cool artist, if you're playing something that they're really into and you're cool with your pitch and You offer them something like that; they're gonna say like, "Hey, like, I'm actually available," or "Oh man, I'm so sorry, but I can do a review. Please send me the vinyl." So put all those options out into the world when you're pitching these people, and make sure it's all there the first time. And you're really gonna, you know, enjoy the the responses that you get, and you know, just uh, definitely make sure like when you're pitching these people regionally or nationally, as I said in earlier versions of the podcast, don't send just a press release and that's it. Or don't send pitches that are like six paragraphs long, you know, keep it short and sweet, but have the info there. You can even link to different um, sites or hosting uh, portals like, you know, um, Google drive and things like that that can store your assets, like um, an ad mat or album um, artwork or your photography and things like that. So it could be all there. So you're not crowding that email that you're pitching. So, but yeah, I've been really excited to have shows coming back, and I hope some of this information is helpful for you guys. And just like for all my friends that are in bands, the uh, the amount of work that it takes to get ready for one local show is sometimes the same amount of work that it takes to get ready for a national tour. And you know, thankfully for press, it's probably not as much work because you're reducing the amount of cities if it's just one. But that thought that goes into it is definitely equal. So if you're just doing a couple of local shows and that's it, don't. Uh, think that that's not a big deal, and especially for your PR, because the way that you learn through all this, the way that you, you know, kind of uh, sharpen your sword with pitching and um, reaching out and building relationships locally, you're going to take that skill set and apply that to all the different other cities that you're going to tour this coming year in 2021, because we're going to get back on the road, right? So, yeah, definitely keep that in mind make sure you reach out to uh, the calendars you know if somebody manages that or you can do that uh, automatically you know yourself through the site and make sure you reach out to editors and make those lists and keep keep in touch with these people and make sure that you follow up and that you have a plan for before and day of and after the show so when you get home from that tour don't forget to follow up with some of these people as well because maybe they just forgot to post the review so and that's another chapter you know the follow-up. Which is super important. So, hope some of this info was helpful for you guys. And again, Happy New Year. And I'm excited for everything to come back with these shows and tours. And, you know, this info will definitely be applicable really soon. So, yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. And thanks for listening.